Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. If you have an interesting, naughty, true story, true life story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Either go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on be on the show, or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, and give me some information on what you want to talk about. Now, listen, if you want to be a part of my confessions episodes, you could call my confessions hotline. The number is 347 420 3579. That's 347-420-3579. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, just call back. I change all the voices on the confessions as well. If they don't make it onto an episode, they all get posted on my Patreon. Now, my Patreon is a great place to join now because for only $5 a month, you get access to all the anonymous confessions, plus all my episodes early and ad-free, plus you get all the hot picks of all of the girls that have been on my show and some guys that have been on my show, anonymous picks, plus the best thing you get that everyone's signing up for is access to my Discord. There's over 2,000 people on there, and they're all getting super naughty. It's becoming like the Craigslist that doesn't exist anymore because <laughs> people are like hooking up. They're having titties Tuesdays. And like I said, people are hooking up. They're emailing me and telling me that I don't take part in my discord, but all the listeners do. If you sign up, you could go there. You are allowed to post pics, videos, all kinds of good stuff on discord. And you get all of that. Like I said, on my Patreon access to my discord, the pics, the confessions, I do Q and A's. You get all the episodes early and ad free all for $5 a month. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast that's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast now listen all of the links and the number to the confessions hotline is in the description today i have on first johnny and then leah they have a crazy story this is crazy but it's not like a, a a sad ending. It's a happy ending to a crazy story. This is a couple who decided at some point they were going to open up their marriage. Johnny was the one that got really like horny for the whole hot wife cuck scenario. He was the one that got Leah open to it. He was the one who brought it up. He was like kind of addicted to it, thinking about it a lot and then just finally put it out there. She was open to it. We hear from Johnny first, then Leah. He talks about how... They went about finding a guy and then all the experiences they had with that guy. The first time he just filmed a little and watched and he talks about the reclaiming afterwards and how amazing it was. And then there was another time 
where they did it and there was like a threesome and he joined in and he talks about that. He really likes when she plays solo right now. Currently, recently, they got back into it and she's playing solo where she goes out of the house and comes back to him. But one of those times with that guy (laughs) that they were banging, that she was banging, she played solo with him. It was the first time he sent her out. He was very excited about it. She was on birth control, but then she had gotten off. And she talks about when Leah comes on, she talks about how she loves when guys like come inside her. So she did tell this guy she was on birth control. She did show up there with some plan B. Turns out plan B doesn't fucking work. Did you know that? I didn't know that this is a PSA for plan B. You need a plan C, D, E, F, and G because plan B might not fucking work. Okay. Because this bitch fucked her boyfriend, her side guy. Okay. One night, with her husband's permission, told the guy she wasn't on birth control. They fucked. He came inside her. She took her plan B because she had it ready because she wanted to make sure she could not use protection. And she wound up getting pregnant. Crazy, right? It's a true story. They wound up keeping the baby. She gets more into this part of the story than Johnny did. But she tells me that Johnny eventually told his parents. They know about the thing. Everyone's in love with the baby. They couldn't imagine their life without their baby. That guy wasn't into having a baby. So he kind of disappeared. She talks a lot about his experience. But like, how crazy is that? Okay. (laughs) And even after all of that, two years later, they are now hot wifing again. And like I said, this time she really just does play solo. She goes, she's got a new guy. They both talk about all of this stuff, all of these stories you hear from both of them. I, like I said, Leah talks a little bit more about the conversations they had with the guy about the baby and all that stuff. But she definitely talks about their hot threesomes and all the sex that they had. But And they both also talk about the new guy that they met and how she plays. He's very much a like a cock he loves that she goes and plays solo and then comes back and reports back to him and she does too she explains why she loves it so much and it makes a lot of sense when you hear what she says why she prefers when her husband's not there and it's not because they're not close this is a couple that has been through a lot okay (laughs) and they are super close because of all of it so it's a really interesting story it's very scandalous imagine getting pregnant (laughs) and then having the baby and then everyone knowing that he had a vasectomy and now his wife is pregnant like what the fuck imagine what the neighbors think we talk all about it like I said it's an interesting episode I got hot pics of them over on my patreon you could go see anonymous pics over there but I'm gonna get right to it and be right back on with first Johnny he talks for 30 minutes and then Leah talks for the last 30 minutes this is the strictly anonymous podcast uh, hi, Johnny and Leah. I'm going to be talking to Johnny Hello. first. You're Johnny, but you're you're part of Johnny and Leah. Your wife is standing by. She's right next to you. I'm going to have her come on secret, second. That's the way I typically do couples now, and I like it. We're going to get the story from you first, and then Leah's going to come on, and I'm going to have a million questions for her by that time. Uh, I'm going to say the short story first, and then you're going to get into it. Now, you and Leah at some point, and I don't know, you're going to have to give me the backstory, like did decide to open up your relationship because she'd had a boyfriend, quote unquote. You knew about the boyfriend and a big part of what happened was she wound up getting pregnant by accident. That wasn't a part of your kink, but like she got wound up getting pregnant by accident with her right. side guy. You knew about him. Right. So it wasn't like you caught her cheating. You wound up right. raising that baby, but you guys do still have an open marriage, correct? Yep, but more or less, that's correct, yes. Okay, more or less. Let's start at the beginning. Like, how does your wife, quote-unquote, wind up having a boyfriend? Great question. So, yeah, th- we we were married for several years, and I don't know, somewhere along that development, pretty early on in that development, 
I was I brought it up to Leah and just because we've always been pretty open about whatever. So and she was open to it right away. She was immediately open to it. And then it seemed like immediately we started to have like mind blowingly good sex, which we've always had really, really good sex, but it took it to the the next level. And there was a lot of talking, the dirty talk, incorporating that in that. And so it, to me, again, it kind of became an obsession, but I definitely pushed way too hard, way too fast, was not patient, did all the, the things you're not supposed to do. And, but despite all that, Leah did, move forward and it was like two steps forward one step back eventually met a guy on one of the sites so we joined one of the whatever it is the websites this is many years ago now leah told me last night how long it had been i think it was 2017 that we met well it's not that long but okay well to me it did not seem like it had been that long at all but anyway we went out to eat. We, we hit it off really well, but then we just went our separate ways. She continued to text him, kind of showing me everything, and, and they were texting sexually pretty much right after that. And then I don't know how long it was after that, but we all met together because I kind of wanted to watch, and I think she felt more comfortable. And so the first time they – I think the first time was in a hotel, and he was – here on work which he was here regularly on work and had a and had so he had a hotel so we went over there and i watched them and it was great it was great and then that happened several more times then she uh, would see him just solo which i was cool with after a while and she kind of liked it too and there was a whole nother area of uh, fetish kind of kink if you will just in that sure. like coming mm-hmm. home yeah so that was fun and then, but yeah, the last time, as it was, she went to where he was at, which is several hours away, and stayed overnight, and that was the time where she accidentally got pregnant. And so going into that, previously, she'd been seeing him regularly, and she'd gotten on birth control, and so that they didn't have to use protection. Yeah. But then she came off the birth control, and he knew that, but... I don't remember exactly. I think it just kind of happened. They had unprotected sex before. And so anyway, the idea what coming out of that was like, we'll take plan B because she was ovulating and it was definitely like, not a good time. (laughs) Yeah. Not, not a good time to have had that happen. So she took the plan B, the plan B did not work, which we found out several weeks later. And I remember it could not work. Apparently, because uh, I mean, PSA to everyone out there. Listen, yeah, for real. It's not yeah. a it's not tried and true. That's crazy. Well, and, and technically, I guess neither is is con. con there's no 100 yeah. percent. Right. Whatever. Anyway, it happened. And there was obviously talk of maybe not going through with the pregnancy because it, it's there's a lot there's other a lot of other people involved now, potentially a whole new being that's going to enter the world. And what the hell, oh, what the hell were we thinking kind of thing. So something that seemed like some extracurricular whatever had turned into a whole nother, a whole nother thing. But wait, listen, I know that you, you still have an open relationship. You've had like, just like maybe one or two situations or something like after, and we'll get to that. But like, I want to go back before she winds up getting pregnant and you wind up in this big fat mess. <laughs> like you had this kink. You said you didn't know where it came from. You guys started like role playing. You had zero rules going in. 
Oh, no, no. Okay. So we definitely had rules going into it. So I say we moved quick. When I brought it up, she was open to it, but that was that was it. It was just, oh, she was open and that was enough to ignite this huge. And so I was riding the wave of that high as well. Like the, the, we always had great sex, but this was like way, 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 way better sex for both of us. And I could tell. No, I know you already so, said that, but what were the rules? Going into the situation the first time. No, just go, listen, this is, it's not just a situation the first time. This is the first time you're like a couple that are married. You get this kink, you bring it up and your wife is completely down. She's got no questions. Like, why the fuck do you want to see me with no, another no, no. guy? She's, <laughs> she's definitely not like completely down. She's very, very, very reluctant. All she did was express a open-mindedness about it. She didn't immediately reject it, but in right. terms of actually executing it, it was quite a few conversations, several of which were heated about just going onto the website to start to have a profile that didn't include face pics. Yeah. So let's, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so talk about that. She's very, like you did say, when you told the story, it just sounded like she was like down and you went online and met a guy, but that's not really <laughs> how it happened. She's open to it. Yeah. She wasn't like, no yeah. way. She was right. open to it. So you're like, okay, this is great, but it didn't magically happen overnight. Like what were some of those rules and those conversations? that you guys had before she went online and picked a guy basically just that she would be in control a lot of everything and at any point in time either one of us could pull the pull the plug and it would be game over and that went from beginning to end and that's in terms of everything and and we both had to kind of agree to that and then was there okay was there any no kissing was there any kind of rules that you had as far as what she could do with the guy no the only thing she wasn't okay with was anal with with the other guy now did you know that you definitely didn't want to participate but wanted to watch or wanted to watch and then participate or what was what were you looking for out of that hot wife experience i wasn't really sure going into it i just kind of wanted to try i guess and at first i think leah didn't want me to participate i remember having conversations that included her saying i think it would be a lot easier for me if it was just me and him at first and you could just watch yeah and i thought okay and i got a lot out of that actually like a, and now i think i would even prefer that or the situation we have going on right now where she goes out by herself and comes back and tells me all about it Okay, great. A Valentine's Day gift idea for you. That's the Butter Wellness Personal Massager. Now, anyone that listens to my show knows I'm always talking about anal action, why it's so good and how much I love it and why I think every guy should try it out. <laughs> and that's why I'm excited to tell you about the Butter Wellness Personal Massager because their massager is used on the outside. You do not have to put anything in the inside to have a prostate orgasm. Use it right on your taint. If you don't know where your taint is, it's that little sensitive spot between your balls and your asshole. Massaging your taint on the daily can not only give you a prostate orgasm, which by the way, I've heard is like the best orgasm ever. It also increases your blood flow, gives you stronger erections. And if you have any kind of erectile dysfunction going on, it's going to help with that too. And right now, Butter Wellness is offering my listeners 20% off their whole order. So order up for Valentine's Day. Buy as much as you can because you're going to get 20% off of everything you buy when you use my code strictly at butterwellness.com. That's butterwellness.com. Use my code strictly for 20% off your entire order. 
Get your Valentine's Day gift now so you don't have to worry about it later. Butterwellness.com, code Strictly. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 3579. You could call that number 24 7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Right. Um, You're like a true cuckold. But do you, do you definitely at least have reclaiming sex when all that is said and done? Yes. You're not like into being denied or anything like that as well. I don't know. I mean, I'm open-minded to that. And that sort of like, I've, I've kind of played with that myself a little bit and denying myself. Cause I am, I don't know. So I'm, who knows how that would may develop in the future. I'm not completely turned off by the idea, I guess. You know what I mean? Right. It could actually go down that, that route. Is it could, saying. it would probably have to be something that Leah would want for me to be like, for me to want it. But yeah. Well, listen, if I you listen to my show, th- th- that's where you have problems. Like when people st- stop reclaiming, stop coming back together, the guy's letting right. his girl go out solo by herself. He's not reconnecting. There's the, that intimacy between the primary partners is like no longer around and she's just being intimate with somebody else. So it's just a recipe for disaster. So I'm just like, I would hope Leah never wants that to happen. And you just never wind up going that far because that's where it gets a little, it's, that's where real solo play with your wife going out without you become it becomes a problem as long as there's the reclaiming and you go back to that primary relationship and that's the most important thing and there's always a coming back together after experience it's fine I know plenty of couples that do that and work solo like that and it totally works it's when there's no reclaiming afterwards and the guy wants to be in a cock cage and never wants to fuck her and he starts getting really (laughs) into that cuckold thing it leaves room for that woman to cop feeling someplace else and it happens i have those stories on they're always cautionary tales so i'm caution right. I'm cautioning you <laughs> but so but listen you already got burned in this situation we already know what happened when you did open up like you got kind of majorly fucked and it really must have cock blocked your scenario because here you are a guy that suddenly has this fantasy to watch your girl fuck someone else you're one of the lucky guys that you tell your girl and she's like down for it a lot of guys I think would say that to their girl and they'd shut it down immediately and now you're getting to watch her fuck guys and everything happened and then she gets pregnant (laughs) it's not a good scene yeah yeah you got really derailed but let's go back to that first experience and I'm gonna talk to Leah so I'll ask her about what she was looking for in guys and stuff but what app did you guys go on and what were you pitching? Like couple looking for a single guy to just have a hot wife experience? That's exactly what we were on. It was it was one of the, I think it was a swinger lifestyle website. I want to say it was SDC or something to that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we were actually on two, but SDC was the one we, we kind of took to more so than the other. And yeah, exactly that. We took pictures of each one of us separately together and then no face pics and basically said that, yeah, we're married. We're happily married, very happily married, but we're open to adding and looking for another guy kind of thing. And, and maybe I want to watch, maybe I want to play, maybe, I don't know. And, 
and it, it opened up the floodgates of uh, and but she's very picky as you'll hear soon way more picky than i would encourage her to be but hey whatever so that's how women are women are way more picky than guys it's just a thing you'd have to be a woman to understand but as a guy let me ask you this because a lot of cucks and even not some cucks like just guys that are stags i would say uh, they're just want to see their girl with another guy they there is this whole thing where they want that other guy to have a bigger dick than them and it's not about the fact that they want to see a big dick it's about seeing their wife pleasured and that pleasure turns them on. Did you have that going on at all? Was oh, there yeah. Any- oh, oh, there yeah. was. That was. Oh. I still do. A <laughs> lot. Oh, <okay>. yeah. <laughs> Were you like watching porn? And is that how it like triggered this in you? Like where? where? But if I, I had a, yeah, I had a, at the time I hadn't watched porn in quite some time. But like many years before that, I did get way, way into porn. Almost to the point where it kind of became a problem, which is why I, I quit. But yeah. but yeah, that that planted seeds for sure that could have developed over time. But I don't know. I kind of like studied it and, and read a lot about it after I kind of became afflicted with the uh, <laughs> the fetish. Oh, right, right, right. oh, so that's where you got those big cock experiences, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, it could have, it totally could have, but it it also just kind of made me realize like I'm not alone and this is actually pretty common for, for men in my stage of life, age, my, I thought, okay, thank God. And so then I kind of started to look into it. Yeah. And then I was like, man, it would be cool to see her with a guy a little bit bigger than me because men were, were stupid. Like bigger's always better or longer, <laughs> harder, faster. It's, yeah. it's really dumb. But it's, I think it's almost like primal or something because yeah, there's, I can't even shake it. And I too have a, a little bit of a BBC fetish that I've shared with her many, many times. Now it's like a running joke. Cause she's like, no. And her ex was black. And I'm like, what do you mean? And, and she's like, it's a hard no. And so, but then recently she's like, well, maybe someday. And so now I'm like, <laughs> that's you know, all you're thinking about. <laughs> More or less. So you definitely it's, had it's, a preference as far as the type of guy she chose. You wanted a guy with a bigger dick. And you had a vision of what this scenario was going to be like. And it's the yeah, typical vision. Yeah, but it got trumped. It, brought, it got trumped really quick by Leah. Like she's <laughs> quick to, she, she just knows she has the power in that regard. And, that, and, and she knew going in, it's going to be ultimately up to me. And she didn't care whatever about the size of the cock like not the least bit that was not even on the, her rate you know what i yeah, mean she like, didn't care uh-huh she's not nah, a size queen with, and that yeah and so actually to the contrary she does not want a guy with a big dick and thinks that that would hurt and is very reluctant and so that's a whole nother point of contention with us so yeah, 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 because that's what you have. Well, listen, you could meet somewhere in the middle. The fact that she is fucking guys for you, you could at least say you get, you're getting something here, right? I'm, well, in your show, listening to these episodes, so many of them now, I've, I've come to realize it's given me a, a huge sense of gratitude around the relationship I have with her. Just this whole experience has brought us so much closer together because of the reclaiming and this the level of intimacy that we have and the communication it requires, It it really was like putting our marriage on steroids, our relationship on steroids in terms of just building the strength that we have. And so that's kind of why I'm, I'm really addicted to it. It's because I've never felt more in love with her than right after a, a, a scenario, a situation or something like that. So yeah, isn't that interesting? It is. And I hear it all the time. It's not like you're the first one to say it, but I just think that in order for these kinds of situations to go off well, there's got to be over communication and that over communication leads to more intimacy. That's how you become closer to people by talking. to. Well, and I I think I heard, I think I heard on one of your episodes, I want to say it was like yesterday, maybe Erica, a therapist saying something about, Hey, 
I don't feel like we're communicating as, as deeply and as frequently and as intimately as we could be. Are, are you willing to work on that with me? And I asked Leah twice yesterday if that exact question, and she was like, what the hell were you listening to? And where did you hear that? And well, first she said, yeah, no, yeah. she would be, she would be down. And then I think she suspected there was like a problem and it's, like, <laughs> and it's not necessarily that there's a problem other that, than the fact that we could almost always be massively improving our ability to communicate with one another and in such improving every aspect of our relationship. And um, that's big. That's a huge, huge deal because we do have three kids. So, And I think the word that she used was intentional. Like you really intend to do it. Like you set up a time. Yeah. You make sure yep. that it is done. And the, because listen, with three kids, you've been married for a while, life uh, just happens and th the days go by quickly. And if you really don't in intentionally do things, you could forget to do most things every day. And then before you know it, five years have gone down. And we all know those kinds of marriages that wind up in divorce eventually or just a horrible time. And it's, it's because somewhere along the line, they stop communicating. What I find in couples that do have open relationships, that communication about the open relationship keeps them communicating in a way that keeps the intimacy between them like super strong. And they have better relationships than a lot of the vanilla couples that I talk to that are cheating and all this other shit is going down. But anyway, let's get back to your story. So that first time that you go, you were looking for a guy with a bigger dick and you knew exactly what these scenarios were all about because you were like horny for them for a while, right? She picked a guy. Now, the guy that she picked the first time you went to a hotel, did you just sit and watch? Did you take part? How was that first experience for you? It was intense. Very, very intense. So leading up to it, I was just like so excited but nervous and I'm like an overthinker and I'm a planner and I want to script it out and I want to talk about it. And Leah does not necessarily want to talk. She's more of an internalizer. She, the, her way to prep is to just chill out, relax and listen to some music. And I'm like, <laughs> we need to talk about every possible thing that he might say, do. And, and, and also I'm like wanting this to be this, this amazing, like all these little things I want her to do or him to do or her to say or him to say. And she basically, again, was, and thank goodness, because it's perfect dynamic. She basically like, hey, the only way this is going to go down is if you just let me do what I'm going to do. And you let him do it. And you just kind of sit there and watch. And if you want to shoot a little video or something, that's fine. But the first time, because she was nervous too, of course. And a big part of it was probably nervous having me there. And then she would have been nervous me not being there, but whatever. But it was, it was great. He was really, really nice i enjoyed him and he was he was friendly he was very respectful but he was also very very sexual and type a and and she likes that a lot and i like to see her like that and so the way that he kind of took charge right away and like kind of dominated her the same way i do sexually but like obviously different as well and he was a little younger a little taller a little I don't know, more boyishly handsome, et cetera, et cetera. So it was just, it was very, very, very exciting. And she, of course, I've never seen her. Well, that's a lie. I've, it's been a long time since I've seen her go to the lengths that she did to get ready, like everything, <laughs> like nails did, like wax. And it was just, it was cool because I was like, wow, this is, 
so it was just really exciting and I, I really, really enjoyed it. And um, did you participate or did you no, just watch? No, that first time I did not. I just watched and, and I just, I didn't shoot a lot of video at all, but I just watched. And now what was it like seeing your girl get fucked by another guy first time in real life right in front of you? It was amazing. I will tell you, we had so much good stuff going, like leading up to it. I, I Dozens and dozens and dozens of times we fucked and made love passionately talking about it yeah, to yeah, the point yeah. where like the, it was almost like I, it, I, it was too much of an anticipation. <laughs> so even though it was absolutely incredible and there's yeah. no way to it'll, but still it was kind of like, I don't know how to explain it other than, and I'm also kind of one of these idiots that comes out of situations and immediately starts to think about how I could make it better the next time. <laughs> and that's really not the vibe that, Leah wants to settle into when right. she, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so again, it's forced us to really learn more about one another, how to communicate with one another. But yeah, it was, it was intense and it was, it was cool. And of course there's a thousand things that I wish were a little bit different or whatever, but ultimately it was just really, really, really cool to see her get off like she did. And she really, really did. And I, I loved it. And how was your reclaiming sex after yeah. Oh, that was nuts. And it was like multiple sessions for days, probably weeks afterwards. We were the, the chemistry, the sexual fire between it was just crazy. It was like it was like back when we first got together, but way, way better because we we knew each other sexually. Now we had the wisdom, the sexual wisdom and experience, but the passion of brand new lovers. So wow, it was it was really, really it. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I've heard, and I've heard that 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 kind of feeling and that intensity and that feeling of being like on drugs for each other it lasts a while. Oh, it like it could, it la it's, it's not high, like just that a, one night. It could last for no, weeks. Yeah, it, it absolutely can and does for or did for me and and her. And yeah. so now you did have experience after that that you did get involved, right? Is that like the second yeah, or did. third time? Yep, it was probably the second or third time. And again, many many talks and what about this and what about that and what would you be comfortable with? And it was, I think it started out me watching quite a bit. And then I think the first time I got involved was she and him were on the bed. Like I think all the, the only item of clothing left was her thong and he was like moving it to the side and eating her out from behind. And she went down on me and that led to him fucking her from behind and her giving me head. And I think that was about it. We never did. She never wanted to do anal and vaginal. She, yeah, she wasn't. Yeah, nothing not, hardcore maybe, like that. Maybe she's open to that now, maybe, some days kind mm -hmm. of thing. Want to have great sex on Valentine's Day? <laughs> it's no secret that consuming a little THC can help set the mood in the bedroom and get you going. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Via. Via paired aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC and created their best-selling high love gummy. That's right, a gummy made for hot sex. Their high love gummies will get your senses going, increase blood flow, and intensify 
your sexual experience. So go make Valentine's Day great by getting yourself some high love gummies. And if you're not into THC, Via also offers zero THC products. They have a whole CBD line with products designed for sleep, focus, and energy. I tried the sleep gummies and had the best night's sleep and had zero hangover the next day. Via legally ships in all 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. No medical card required. So if you're 21 plus, you're going to get 15% off plus a free pack of award-winning dreams, THC plus CBN sleep gummies with my exclusive code strictly anon at viahemp.com. V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. That's V-I-I-H-E-M-P.com. Viahemp.com. Use my code strictly anon. If all the stars align, which is great. I love that she's always dangling the carrot down the road for me. <laughs> Maybe not as quickly as I want, but she's yeah. always like even this whole BBC thing. It went from nope, hell no. And I'm like, that's racist. You can't say that. She doesn't well, want the big dick. That, she's afraid of the big dick. That's what it's that about. That might be part of it. That's I don't it. know what I don't know what it was, but I think part of it was probably just to tease me and tell me no. And now it's, well, maybe someday. I, I, I don't know. It's it's a fun, it's a really, really fun little hobby we have. <laughs> but it wasn't fun at some point because you only wind up with one guy the first time and that's the guy she winds up getting pregnant from him. Same guy? Yeah, more or less. We did go out with another guy. Just He was an idiot. And I didn't really like him and she didn't either. And But he was the only one that, yeah. And it was the it was that same dude. I mean, he was a good guy, and and she liked him enough, and I liked him enough, and okay. I, I don't know. It was like when something's working, just keep on. And it was cool because there was some distance there. He wasn't he wasn't around all the time, so there was some time that you know to build up to it. But yeah, ultimately that was the one. And it had been a oh long time God. since they they'd been with one another. And again, she had come off the birth control, and it was like the first time she'd ever gone to him several hours away. And I was a mess. I was like, I was a mess. Cause, you were? Well, yeah, because it hadn't happened in a long time. And I was just, I don't know, really, really nervous. And it was far away. And it was overnight. And it might be all weekend. And oh, we're my gonna God. Reevaluate that. Yeah. Yeah, so for an overthinker, was, how and why did you put yourself in that position? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's almost like a torture, like a feel-good torture. It's yeah, yeah, weird, yeah, I get it. I can't explain That's it your other kink. than it's like, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Wait, so now what is that conversation like when you have to call that fucking guy and tell him that there's a baby going to be involved? And then what happens? Does he stay involved in that baby's life? Fortunately, <laughs> Leah's going to be way better at the okay. details of this. Okay. But all I know is it didn't go well mm -hmm. at all. And he more or less was not open to her having the child you know what yeah, I mean? of he course. Was, he yeah was of course very much so and, and but i don't think there was unfortunately i don't think there was a a verbal com conversation that was i think it was all through text which i i'm a not a fan of the whole texting especially when it comes to something like this, oh my but, god but that's why text is great for the person that bingo. doesn't like to have a conversation that's like the best way to do it it's bingo yeah yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and Leah's like that, and I'm I'm the opposite. Yeah, I'm like you, but that's why you and Leah. Listen, this is why you and Leah work because you're opposites, and that absolutely that, that's yep. the way it's that. My yeah, yep. yeah, you need that. Someone like you needs a her, but you're the type that I'm like you. I'm more like you. Like right. I'm I'm gonna call on the fucking phone, but I know so many people roll like Leah, where yep. The, yep. that's I'll and that's an why email. text. I'll send an email. Yeah, yep. or email or whatever. <laughs> that's what that's all about. They don't have to have that confrontation because yep. and that's a scary 
fucking phone call for someone to make. Like that's yeah. hardcore. Let me ask you this. You had that experience. I'm going to get more about how he reacted and what happened from Leah. Cause you said she'll be better to talk to about that, but you have seen somebody else after like, how long did it take after that whole fuck up for you to, you guys to decide to get back on the horse? A long time. Yeah. We just recently. Yeah. And it's been years, got back and I didn't know if we were ever going to. And yeah. it just, it just kind of happened where, and it's pretty cool how it happened actually, because this is another weird thing, but early on in our relationship, I remember her, t- I, w- I was, at, I was me, I'm a talker. So I'm asking questions, kind of like an interrogation yeah. of like her exes and <laughs> yeah. well, who'd you, when did you sleep with this guy? And then, I, cause she was a bit of a slut. She'll tell you, she, uh-huh. she ran through some, and I, I loved it for some reason. I'm like, really? And then you. You slept with his friend like you you, and he was asleep in the other room. Oh, wow. And anyway, so there was a a guy that we actually both knew that she had slept with. And it was like a one time thing and whatever. But um, he actually ironically had the same name as this other guy that she had been with. (laughs) The and so I said, well, hey, would you ever be open to that? And she was like, maybe. So I took it upon myself to reach out to him. And th- and this is a pretty bold move, but I just, I think I just called him up and I said, no, it was a text. I, but I had been like prepping him for a while. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? But then I just was like, Hey man, I'm just going to be real. Leah talks about the time you and her and he, cause he's cool and he knows me and I'm cool. And I said, so I'm just going to be, I'm just going to say it like, we're kind of into this thing where maybe she wants to have a little side at, would you be open to it? And he was like, yeah. And then I said, cool, well, give her a text. And ever since they've just been texting and hooking up. And this is, I think tomorrow night, all things go well, will be like the fourth time that they've hooked up in the last few weeks. Now, are they hooking up solo or are you there? Yeah. This is total. just now you have taken yourself out of the equation. You're not even watching. Well, and that's more for her right now that's just what she wanted for right now Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm with it right because you have that kink where you like for her to kind of come home after doing something i mean that's a big thing for a lot of people yeah it's exciting and Mm -hmm. then she's really kind of playing into it too i think she loves kind of coming right home i mean i can tell she does and and the excitement in her sexual excitement in her towards me mm-hmm. after that is, oh my God, it is like a drug. It, it, I crave it. And it really gets me going. Yeah. Yeah. And I I've heard it. from a lot of women, we're going to get her on now too. And I'm going to ask her, but what a, a lot of women, hot wives that I've spoken to, the ones that do play solo, a lot of times it is because they prefer it that way because they feel more free with the other guy when their guy yeah. isn't watching for whatever reason. You know, I've heard that from other women before and I think you touched upon that that Leah might have a little bit of that like at first she was kind of like didn't want you there but that's not because she doesn't love you and what women have said it's more because they feel like they could be more free they're less they're more comfortable if someone's not watching you know if you're not watching them 100 percent. yeah yeah let's get Leah on and let's hear this whole crazy story from Leah Sweet. Thanks. What do we call you again? What's the fuck your fake name? I always forget. Johnny. Oh, Johnny. By the end of the conversation, I'm like, I don't even remember the person's name. I'm so involved in the story. I'm like you, Johnny. Okay. Listen, Johnny, thanks so much for telling your side of things. We're going to get more. Listen, you had a baby. You do take care of that baby now, right? Like that's your child. and Every day, all day long. Love 
her with all my heart. Yeah. yeah. Well, I give baby. you credit. I give you credit for sticking through that. I think that's probably another reason why you guys are super close because you went through something pretty brutal. That's a fucked up thing yeah. to go through and yeah, all the dramatic, decisions yeah. you guys had to go through. I don't know how you got what you guys told other people. I'm going to get that story from her, but that yeah. must have been a very difficult thing to navigate. <laughs> and the fact that you're on the other side and yeah. you have this baby and you love it, I, I give you credit because that must have been super difficult. And it was an accident and accidents happened. That's oh, a crazy you. accident. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I don't know, I have a kid and like you, you have a kid and you're just like love them so much you can't imagine life without them. So I would assume maybe on some level you're like, are you at that place where like, yeah, it's a fucked up thing that happened, but like you love your baby, like you can't imagine not having oh, this I would, child, right? I would die right. and kill for her. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. it's absolutely, yeah, she's she's 100% mine. Right, yeah. so that's how your yep. baby came to you. All right, cool, 100%. awesome, good story, Johnny. Thanks so much for telling me your side. Now get your girl Leah on. <laughs> I'll get her. Okay, thanks. Hi, Leah, how are you? I'm doing great, how are you? I'm good. So listen, I got your whole story from your <laughs> husband. There's a lot yeah. to your story, the crazy end of your story. Well, it wasn't the total end because you guys have a new guy now, but like right. the whole getting pregnant and stuff, he was like, oh, I'll leave it to Leah to tell you more of those details. We'll eventually <laughs> get to that towards the end. But let's start okay. like at the beginning when your guy, Johnny, comes to you and says after you've been together for a while, oh, I want to see you like fuck some other guy. He the way he made it sound right from the first time he told the story and he breezed through it he was like oh yeah and I told her and she was like totally down and then he kind of backtracked and he was like she was open to it but she definitely had some reservations how did I you did feel? have some reservations now I've had like threesomes before so I've had an experience with that so it's not totally out of left field for me but for me to be in like a committed relationship it was because I am it's kind of like a mind fuck because I'm jealous I'm a jealous type of person uh -huh. like that him being with another person is off limits. Like that's a hard no. We've I had to make sure when he brought this up, like this isn't going to allow you to have a hall pass to do whatever you want. Cause I'm not down with that. Mm -hmm. So it is a, it's like a mind fuck for him to be okay with me doing it. But I was like open to it, but I wasn't sure how it was going to be because like I said, I'm a jealous person. So I, I had to like kind of see it from his perspective and make sure he's okay with it and everything like that. Because you wouldn't be okay. You're just like projecting. Because I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. It, yeah, totally projecting. Yeah. So what? let me ask you this. Those pre, those previous threesomes you had, were they with men or were they with a guy and another girl? What kind Two of threesomes? Men. Two guys. Okay. So, yes. But they weren't like boyfriends that you cared about. Kind of One was like an ex kind of. And it was his brother. Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding. Like, it was just, yeah. It was just a really drunk night and yeah, that's just what happens. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just, yeah, yeah. it happened. Yeah. And then I end up dating the brother in the future. It's yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Keep you, it all you, in the same circle. You know, you have found yourself in messes before Leah. Oh my God, that's like, <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Okay. So Johnny comes to you. He's like, I want to fuck other guys. And you're like open to it at first yeah. though. You of course had some reservations. Now I know that he was saying he's very typical in that he wanted a guy with a big dick that happens to be a part of any guy that's into this scenario. They always want the guy to have a bigger dick than him. But right. he said like, you kind of shot that down because uh, you were very picky. Like you well, it roll sounds like <laughs> I'm also like five foot. So it just does not sound that appealing to me. I don't know. You don't um, want a guy with a huge cock. So now what did you want? Like when he said that first you guys started role playing and talking right. about it a lot. Did that help you get more comfortable with the idea of what you were going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Because so I enjoy 
turning other people on. That uh-huh. gets me off when somebody else is like really turned on. Yeah. So I'm um, the idea of somebody watching me totally works for me. I, I, I like that idea. So when he brought it up, I was like, okay, I could see that happening, but I don't know. I just was not, I don't know what I was looking for when it came to that situation. Cause I never really thought it could happen with him. Right. But when you guys were though, like role playing and you were, he was saying you guys were having like great sex, just talking yeah. about it while just you were having sex. And so just that idea, you start to get comfortable with the idea of having another guy in your bedroom with your husband. Yeah. So when we were doing that, it made me feel like he was okay with it. Cause that's, like right. I said, I had to get past what my perception would be with it. And he was like, okay, so he really is okay with this. Like he really wants to do this. And then when he brought up like the website thing, like, okay, like this could really happen. And I did feel like a little pressure of to perform that. What was he expecting out of this? And I don't know. So I reluctantly at the time <laughs> let him put me on, on the website. We both were on the website and moving forward. And we met somebody, went out to dinner with him. I did not really care for him at all. I just didn't like his personality. I'm more attracted to somebody's personality. Don't get me wrong. Looks do, there are, they are important, but he just, we just did not click until we met this other guy. We went out yeah. to dinner with him and I clicked with him. But so, but that's what, that was important to you. Like you wanted it to meet a guy that you felt comfortable with, that you had right. some sort of connection with. You're like most right. women. I understand yeah. that. Guys don't yeah. understand it because they're so different <laughs> than us, but that's how most women are. You always see 10, like women tens walking around with men sixes and you're like, what the fuck? But it's no, that's how women are. It's not so much about the looks. It's like the whole package is the vibe. Right. And then when you send the me connection. a dick pic, like that doesn't like really impress me. I don't know. <laughs> it's, that's just not my thing. Yeah. 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 So this Talk so, dirty to me. So now this guy, did you pick him when you, like when you guys went online looking for guys, were you looking at them? Was he in charge of that? Who was in charge of picking the the dudes? A little bit of both, but he was more of like, hey, what about this guy? What about this guy? And I'd be Mm -hmm. like, yes, no, or whatever. And then he would be the one to write the message and then I would approve kind of thing. And yeah, so he would send the messages and this guy was like, hey, I'm coming up on this date, let's go have dinner or whatever. And that's what we did. Right. And, and how then was... he got my phone number and we started texting and stuff. Okay. So how was that first experience with him? This is like the first time you're going to like fuck another guy and your husband's going to be there watching. What was that like for you? I was a little nervous, but I think he shared about how I'm not, I'm not one to like overthink. Cause if I plan and overthink, then I don't know. I just, it gives me anxiety. So I'm kind of just, just go with the flow. Let's yeah. Don't think what do. happens. Don't think yeah, do. And so, that's Tom Cruise. And that's what I did. So yeah. I just kind of like, okay, this is what's going to happen. I was more nervous about how he, my husband was going to react because I was just concerned how he would feel. Cause in my mind, you know, I would not be okay with this, but you know, I wasn't there to please this other guy. I was more of like there to please my husband at that right. point. Now, was it a t- like when you start now you start fooling around with the guy, your husband's mm-hmm. sitting there watching, kind of videotaping a little bit. Like, did you eventually get turned on by the whole scenario? Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. When I saw how turned on Johnny was. Yeah. That's when I was like, OK, yeah, I really I'm really enjoying this. And of course, I got off and he got off and we kind of went our separate ways after that for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how was that reclaiming sex for you afterwards? I know your guy, Johnny, said it was amazing. Did you oh, it experience- was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was awesome. Amazing. I think we were, that's like the closest we had been in like, I would say like ever, because I was more vulnerable at that point. And we were both very vulnerable at that point than mm-hmm. we ever really had been. So yeah, that really, really did bring us together that first one. 
And then and then the second time or the time that he joined, do you have right. a preference of him watching and sitting there to the side, him joining in or him not even being there? Because I know you've done all three scenarios. Yeah, honestly, I at this point, I would say I more enjoy separately. Yeah. Um, it's less pressure mm-hmm. and it's more fun. It's when I love him. I love my husband. But when he's not around, I'm more thinking like, OK, I'm not a mom. At this time, I'm not oh, a wife, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not an sense. employee or anything like I am just me and I can be in the moment and not have to worry about being responsible for anybody else. Wow. Um, that so I can just sense. be yeah. and then I can come home and tell him like everything that happened. I just don't feel the pressure. It's not like he's pressuring me. It's no, no, no. Me I, putting that pressure on myself. No, that it's what he's a symbol of who you really are. You know what I mean? Right. Your home life, exactly. the mom and everything. And, mm-hmm. and if he's not there, you could sort of let go of all that and just be a sexy woman having great fucking sex. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's hot. And I totally I, I feel like I could understand that as a woman. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And to shed that after being a mom for so long, how freeing and amazing is that for you? Yeah. And he tells me I'm sexy all the time, right. attractive uh-huh. I am. But, you know, hearing it from somebody else, it's right. like reassuring, I guess. I don't know. For sure. So now, but the second time when he did get involved, was that a hot, was that hot for you? You did have a threesome before. So you had done like spit roasting or whatever they call yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. So, But it was fun with your husband there? It was fun. It was fun. It, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. But I also don't like to fuck all night long. Like (laughs) it's gotta, let's get to the point at some point. And doing that, it does take a little bit longer because I feel like I have to satisfy two men. Yeah. It's Um, a lot of work. But it was, but it, but it was fun. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was actually at our house and he was staying the night up in the upstairs room. So after we were done, he went to sleep upstairs and I went downstairs and slept with my husband. So that was kind of interesting. That is interesting. <laughs> and then you had like sex downstairs while he was up there. Was that? So was, yes. Was... Yes. And then the next morning I went and had sex with him upstairs. So. Oh my God. Your husband didn't <laughs> tell me that. Did he must have loved that because he, a oh, little he bit did. of his kink is like you going and doing your thing and then coming back to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He enjoys yeah. that. Tell him he wants every little detail and all of that. The yeah, reclaiming. Yeah. He really enjoys that. Yeah. So now let's get to the point where you haven't seen him for a while, right? Eventually you haven't seen well, him yeah, for a while. Yeah. What happened was, is okay. So I was on birth control this whole time because one thing I do love is to feel a man come when it gets really hard. And then when they ejaculate, that's just a great feeling. Uh-huh. And I wanted to not use protection anymore. And this guy was down for it and I was on birth control and we had seen each other multiple times. And then for some reason we had just stop seeing each other for a while, probably about six months to a year, just stop talking. I don't know. Nothing really bad happened. Life just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I, so I stopped taking birth control because I just don't like how it feels. I was only taking it for him. Mm -hmm. Johnny has a vasectomy. So you're um, married. You don't need to be on it anymore. You were doing it because of this guy. Huh? Yes. And then COVID happened. So Mm -hmm. that would also added a little more time than we saw each other. And then he messaged me out of the blue was like, hey, how are you doing? And life got in the way. And he was like, you want to come down to see me? And I was like, sure. So, yeah, I just went down there for the weekend. I didn't but actually stay the weekend. But you were off birth control at that point, right? I was off birth control because I had no reason to take it anymore. You weren't seeing him in like him. a year or so. Yeah. But when you went, let me ask you this. When you went that day and you got, were about to fuck, did you tell him, listen, I'm not on birth control anymore? Yes. 
Okay. I didn't tell him, but I think Johnny had let him know okay. that I wasn't. So he knew control. if he yeah. fucks you without a condom and comes inside of you like you like, he's taking yeah. that risk. Yes, he was taking that risk. Exactly. Like, it's not like you didn't tell him or anything. But I did go and buy plan B before I went down there to have it to take right after just in case. Because I was, I'm very, like, I calculate, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I calculate my periods. I know what's happening yeah. through the month. And I was ovulating and I knew that. I didn't tell him that, but. Like, you knew it I was, was hoping, the wrong. Yeah. I was, I was new. I was planning that plan B was going to work. And I took it right after, but apparently it, it failed. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised when your husband said that. Is there a high percentage that doesn't work? It's not that. I don't know. I didn't even research it, honestly. It's, oh my God. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you if you're, it, it might not work. Cause yeah, no, I think this is a good PSA. I said that when I was yeah, talking about I have husband. a two year old like, that can yeah, prove that. <laughs> yeah, listen up. Plan B is not just the the solution because it might not right. work. And in this right. situation, this is the time that you want it to work. Oh my God, when you're like married, like having this crazy kind of setup, the last thing you want is this kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and that to was in the best. I was, I looked great and then. I got pregnant. Oh, my God. (laughs) So now you take plan B. How surprised were you, first of all, that you were like pregnant? You probably never even thought after you took that pill that there was a chance. Did you? I thought there could be a possibility. I didn't know how accurate plan B was going to be. But so when my period was supposed to come, I'm like, hey, I'm a day late. Let's wait another day. And then I was still late. So I went and got a pregnancy test and I took it. And it said positive and oh I didn't believe God. it. So I took another one. And it's funny. I got it from the same store yeah. I bought the plan B from. And oh. um, <laughs> yeah, well, I came back positive and I was like, okay, so I got to tell Johnny this. And oh my God, know. what's that conversation like? Which is like, hey, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and the thing that too, Johnny did not say, he does have a pregnancy fetish. Like he enjoys me pregnant. So I just told him like, hey. Um, I think I'm pregnant. And he was like, what do you plan on doing? And I was like, I need to at least let the other guy know. And oh my um, God, that I conversation. Tried... Well, yeah, I texted him like, Hey, I need to talk to you. And mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, I'll let, give me a minute or whatever. I didn't hear anything. So the next day I'm like, Hey, we really need to talk. Oh, and no. we did talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. So I heard Johnny say, Oh yeah. He... he was telling me you guys texted. I'm like, Oh, no, I, I know this that's... was an actual conversation on the phone. <laughs> okay. And as soon as I told him like, Hey, I think I'm pregnant. He said, oh, I'm a... I was afraid this was, that's what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I guess he could just tell from my text messages. Yeah. And he was like, Hey, I'm at work. Let me call you back. And he never did call me back is the rest was through text message. Oh, because of that. Because now he doesn't want to fucking talk to you. <laughs> that makes well, more yeah, sense. He, <laughs> yeah, he, I think he was just scared. And I can understand. He didn't have any kids. He was a oh single guy. Oh, my God. Living How in old? A, at that time, he had to have been 29, maybe. Oh, my God. Living in a one-bedroom apartment and not sure of, like, his career life and everything like that. But I never asked for anything. I never Mm -hmm. asked for money. I never said, Hey, you got to give me child support or help me pay for an abortion or anything like that. He just went into fear mode and he sent me this long text message about how he'd rather jump off a bridge than have to tell his mom that he got a a married wife or (laughs) a married woman pregnant and all this stuff. And yeah, I mean, you understand, you You could understand feeling that way, of course, because it really is the craziest story. It's not just, oh, I got my girlfriend pregnant. It's I got a woman who's married to a guy and the husband knows and he was there watching me fuck her. There's just so much. I understand why he'd want to jump off the bridge rather than tell his mom. Right. And you know, 
and like I said, I didn't expect anything from him. And mm-hmm. I had made multiple appointments to terminate and I canceled them. And then I would make another one and then I would cancel it. Cause I just didn't know what to, what I, if I could do it, I've yeah. had a miscarriage before and it was pretty crushing. Yeah. I didn't really yeah. have that thought of what could be. And mm-hmm. ultimately we decided let's go along with it. And I got an ultrasound and heard the heartbeat, yeah. counted the toes and yeah. it just became harder and harder to to terminate so yeah of course so wait so what after that long text that he sent to you was that the last time you spoke to him did he ever reach back out that's been the last i did respond with saying i totally understand how you could feel that way and i don't even remember what i said and that was yeah. it I haven't yeah. heard back from him every now and then i think of what if i just send a picture of the baby just send him a picture. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Probably better not I'm... to, unless he ever reaches out and wants it. I think maybe if he's ever ready for that, that time will come. He could reach out to you, but right. I feel like you could send that at the wrong time and there yeah. could be a very wrong reaction that might make right. you feel terrible, him feel terrible. Well, you know what I mean? Of course, I have a fear of rejection, but I don't want the baby to feel rejected. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know who my biological father is mm-hmm. and there's going to come a time where we we do want to tell her, I'm not going to tell her the complete truth, but she's going to have to know that Johnny is not her biological father. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't yeah, know yeah. how that conversation is going to go, but I'll I don't want to keep her in the dark and then her take an ancestry.com. Out. And me, I don't I want even... her to feel rejected. That's another reason why I haven't reached out. Cause what if it comes to a time where she's older and she wants to reach out to him? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, that listen, that guy and his role and who he is. It might not be the end of that story, who knows. He right. so on some level he knows there's a child out there that's his. He he's probably hoping maybe you terminated or yeah, maybe he's living he's in hoping. denial right now. Or he's who, just smoking a bunch of weed and just not thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 he could have <laughs> probably that was his hope to just forget about it and never think about it again. That might be the case, you don't know. But he might come back around, but I what I do think is wonderful is that at least your husband, he was talking about, like, I mean, he could imagine his life without this child. And oh, that, he's that the is father. her favorite person, yeah. too. Yeah. That they are like two peas in a pod. She looks like me and her biological father, but she acts like Johnny. So it's oh, like, she's been the biggest gift, too. Even yeah. with Johnny's parents, like, they they know. They know the truth. Oh, um, really? Johnny had a vasectomy. So, oh, right. no, so none of my friends have really asked, did yeah. Is he the father? Like, they just assume, I think, that either somebody else is the dad or... And Johnny they don't ask. Yeah. They don't ask. Um, yeah, as they but shouldn't. We, we, yeah. we told his parents. Johnny <laughs> told him the truth. He has this kink and I slept with somebody else and I got pregnant and we're choosing to have this baby. And they love her just like our other children. And she, like I said, she's been the biggest blessing. She brings life to our house. Our other two kids love her so much. So she did have a purpose. She had a purpose for her. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. It was the way she was able to come here. Like, you know, I, like I, I said to Johnny, like I give him credit for being able to go through that. I think it probably, like, because he was talking about how close you guys are and yeah. uh, because of having this open relationship. But I think also because of going through what you went through. That's a really hardcore thing. There's so many layers to it. That's a real so, right. fu- <laughs> fucked up thing to have happen because like you add in that conversation with his parents and all the friends are going to know and how are you going to tell your other kids and what, there's there's so much to that to be able to 
get through it and come out on the other side and you have this beautiful baby and you see her as a gift is like wonderful. And now you guys are like back open. How was that experience recently that you had with that guy being alone? I'm assuming it was great because you said you do kind of prefer it that way. Yeah, it was. It's it's great. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say familiar because mm-hmm. I had been with him before, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We kind of just click and yeah, it, it's been working and I'm supposed to see him tomorrow. So and we text every day and I let Johnny has full access of my phone and he can read whatever we text each other. And yeah, so I'm just going with the flow. And I don't know about unprotected sex at the moment. I am not on birth control. Just so you know, that was my next question. I'm like, (laughs) I want to ask what I was going to say is I'm going to ask the obvious question that everyone in their car is thinking right now. Are you using protection? Yes, we are are at the moment. Okay. What do you mean at the moment? At the moment, like I might get on birth control. Who knows? Um, for now, we are using protection. You do use protection. You've learned yes. from this mistake. Yes. I yes. Okay. You don't sound that positive. No, I'm saying I don't <laughs> like, want any babies right nervous. now. Okay. <laughs> okay. No more babies. I know that you love this baby, but you don't need another one. You already. No. You have three kids of your own, right? Well, right. two. Yeah, we had the two, and then. Oh, okay. This. So this is the third. So now you prefer seeing solo guys. Is that the way you're going to keep it? Like you're happy with right this now, guy and everything? Mm-hmm. For right now, maybe in the future it might change. Like I said, I'm just going with the flow and this is what's working for us right now. Yeah. And we'll just see how it goes. Like I said earlier, it's just the, it's the no pressure kind of thing. That's, it's kind of freeing that yeah, enjoying. Is it hot to come? I know that it's hot for him for you to come home and tell him like all the details. What about for you? Is there something? Oh, absolutely. Because I, I love how turned on he gets by it too. Right. And that, and that turns me on more. That's your thing. You're into pleasing, right? And turning yes, him on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. What a fucking interesting story. Okay. I'm glad I did it where we had Johnny on first and then you because there was a little discrepancy there, but it's interesting <laughs> to hear. It's always interesting to hear both sides. Thank you for both of you for coming on and telling the story. It's pretty scandalous. Does anyone besides your parents know? Yes. I have two friends that know the truth. Okay. I don't think he doesn't really have anybody to talk to about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have these two friends to talk to about it. But um, so this was kind of like a release for him too, to be able to let it out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, wait till you guys hear your story as a third person. It's always fascinating to hear. Uh, I think when you listen back to your episode, but do me a favor, Lee, I forgot to tell Johnny, if you guys could send me in some hot pics of yourselves, like even if it's just you, like, you know, for my Patreon, anonymous pictures, of course, and just R rated, nothing X rated. (laughs) You got it. I tell people that and they still send me pussy shots. I'm like, no, I told you R rated. (laughs) R rated means I don't want to see nipples. No hustler. Okay. Yeah. No hustler. hustler. Thank you. That's actually the way I should describe it more now. (laughs) I think people understand that. Thank you. Yes, that. So send them to me sooner than later. Your episode will be up very soon thanks so much for calling in tell johnny thank you too again thanks leah bye bye. everyone thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode if you want to follow the show follow me at strict anonymous on instagram or twitter that's at strict anonymous if you are on youtube make sure to subscribe i love youtube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics 
of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.